Hey there, and welcome to Wear Dress Hairdressers podcast, brought to you by Harper Ellis Hair Co. and founded on the belief that stylists around the world can be passionate about the artistry of hair design and use their talents to build wealth. I'm your host, Tara Harville. I am so excited for the guest today. I have Erin Courtway. And if you guys don't know Erin, you've probably seen me tag her on Instagram. She is the rainbow injector. And she is, of course, the person that injects me, which obviously, you know, she's the best. Not only that, she's a total boss babe. I'm excited for you guys to hear from her and kind of her journey on how she got to where she is today because it is so, so, so inspiring. So, Let's just dive right in and we'll talk about all the things that she does. But Erin, say hello to everyone. Hello, Tara. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is my first ever time to be on a podcast. So I can't believe I'm that. <laughs> I'm well, shocked. I'm very excited and honored that you asked me because, you know, you're a boss, babe, and I look up to you so much. So oh this will gosh, be fun. So I know. I'm just pumped to like hear about your journey because I know that you have so much to tell your story. And obviously later on in the podcast, we'll get into like how they can find you and all the things and how they can follow along. But your story to me is just so inspiring. Like I love to see your stuff because I we've kind of talked about, you know, where you started and how you got to where you are. So I want you to kind of dive into that. Give everyone a little intro about, you know, how you got to obviously owning your own business now. But I want to know everything about whenever you moved to New York during COVID. I want to know all of that. So how'd you get started in this industry? Yes. So, you know, I was an RN for many years in the hospital and I always was just so enthralled by like the beauty industry. You know, I loved makeup, hair, all the things. And, you know, when aesthetic nursing became kind of a big thing, um, you know, a couple years before COVID is when it really got on my radar. I really wanted to get into it. And so about a year before COVID, I guess it was about 2018, I got my first job as an injector at a little med spa in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And it was like my dream job. And when I got there, you know, I started injecting, kind of building a clientele, and it was definitely not an easy process. Um, a lot of people like see where I'm at now and think I just kind of coasted right into it, and it was definitely <laughs> not the case. But I yeah, feel like, right. you know, how like sometimes whenever you have to work for things, you work harder for them and you get bit bigger results. And so just even getting a clientele was challenging for me in the beginning. And then COVID hit. And of course, you know, all the salons, all the med spas, we were considered not essential, even though I think people would argue we were essential. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and, you know, we closed down temporarily. And um, so I got furloughed from my job that I worked at. And my partner at the time, she did not um, have a job either. She worked in plastic. So we were kind of, you know, without a form of income. And so I really just felt captivated by New York, you know, it was all in the news and I really felt a strong calling to go there. You know, I had backgrounds in like ICU and ER um, in nursing. And so I have two little boys and I actually packed up, had to leave my kids for two months and took a travel nursing assignment, like right at the very beginning of the pandemic in New York. And it was oh super challenging, but probably one of the most formative periods of my life. Um, yeah. And while I was there, I finished nurse practitioner school 
and just was able to save up some money. Like I've never been able to because everything was closed. And <laughs> it was um, the best thing that's ever happened to me because I even had some cool opportunities where I was a guest on Good Morning America. I was a part of a piece for the Washington Post, a piece with Spike Lee for a documentary. And it just really um, gave me kind of a platform where a lot of people were watching as I was in New York. And so mm -hmm. when I came back from New York, I found out the job that I was coming back to, they decided to permanently close because just the economic impact that COVID had. And so I had these clients that I needed to see. So I just found a little injection studio and started injecting. And you're going to laugh at this, Tara. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I was like, wow, I really probably need to pay taxes. I probably need to do this. So I Googled how to start a business. And it says like, you know, file for LLC. I did not even know what it was. I just Googled everything. And before I knew it, I had a business. <laughs> I am dead. I love because that is such a real thing. I think that people look at other business owners and think that they just like, like you said, like coasted into it. It's like, oh, I have arrived. And no, those are the type of things that we've all done, like Google how to start a business. Oh my God, right? Like I love no that. idea what I was doing. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And so that's how Prism came about. Yeah. So, you know, after I realized, okay, I don't need to take payments through Venmo. I need to have an <laughs> LLC. I... My partner at the time, she helped me get things going and we just learned things as simple as like, you know, how to file for like work, workforce, I don't even know. All the names. Workers so, call. You know, workers <laughs> yeah. all the things. And That's why we hire people for these things. <laughs> girl, exactly. Because, you know, we... We went to school. You went to school to be a hairdresser. I went to school to be a nurse practitioner. We did not go to business school. No, absolutely not. So it was I, a challenge. But before I knew it, within a month, it was wild. And I don't know if it was because of the platform I got from New York City, but I was booking out. And so I ended up hiring an injector. She, Her name's Madison. She's amazing. Within a month, and I needed to you know, get a bigger studio. So within two months, I got a actual business location and I had uh, two or to three staff members and oh it just grew from there. And how um, big is your staff now? We have 15. Holy crap. Right. It's like, I mean, it's wild and I still date on days feel like I don't know what I'm doing, but I think that's what keeps us humble as business owners is we don't have it all figured out. So you really have to know who to ask questions to and who to right. kind of delegate things to. Yeah. Absolutely. I, it's, it's been so cool because I mean, since I've known you, you know, the growth has been not only just with, within your business, but within yourself, I've seen you just like, you know, come just become you like, uh, like unapologetically you, which I think is so cool. Um, Thank you but, for saying that. Cause it's one of those things where you kind of, it's the most freeing thing when you realize that if you just are yourself, you'll attract the type of people that will like you. And if, yeah. They don't, then, you know, they'll they find somebody else. But I, exactly. I think it's part of the secret sauce. Exactly. And I think, you know, I, I love that you said that because, you know, I know it was a podcast I did the other day too. And we talked about the same thing. It's like, if you just like become yourself and be comfortable and love who you actually are, it's amazing what you attract because you're so right. The people that decide that they don't like you, they don't come around because you radiate, you know, you. <laughs> and so and you're, obviously you're not going to get anything else. And so 
you know, the people that do love you, they come to you. And so I do want to hit on that a little bit. Your, your team that you built is what is so inspiring because as you know, business, business owner myself, that's the most challenging part of my job. If someone asks like, what's the most challenging part about what you do? I'm like, Oh my gosh, employees. And, but I say that, but now in my career, it's not as challenging as it used to be. And I think it's because I am me now and people know who I am. They get, they see what they get and they get what they get. And so, you know, let's hit on that on like, what has been your biggest challenge and probably your biggest like aha moment when growing that team that you have? Yeah. So, you know, I see your team and I feel the same, like y'all just look so unified and it, and it's genuine when I'm around you and, you know, people, your staff speaks so highly of you. And that's, that's one of the things whenever I, so I think it helped that I had worked in this industry and to give you a little of the dark side of the industry, which since this is a hairdresser podcast, I really think that people could relate to this. The beauty industry can be very amazing and it can also be very ugly. And Mm -hmm. so I wanted to create a space that was a, a dream for me that I always wanted. I wanted a space of positivity where there just wasn't room for tearing each other down for negativity. So right. I really, when I look for employees, I really look for someone who is um, one of those kind of, I like to say hype girls. I love to hire mm-hmm. hype girls, girls who like to encourage other women, girls who want to unify. And I feel like as a leader for a business, like if someone owns a business, if you set that example and you make mm-hmm. the culture, this culture of, okay, it's okay to mess up. Like we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to make fun of each other. If someone, you know, does bad hair or does a bad lip, we're going right. to like build on it, you know, build up each other, unify and become the best team ever. And instead of focusing on pitting people against each other for competition, I was mm-hmm. like, let's be the most incredible team. And that's going to attract people. And it really radiates, even in our building, people go, oh my God, the energy, you know, at Prism is such good energy. It is. But it's the, it's you go in there. I know last time I was in there, I walked in the door and I'm like, oh my gosh, can I come here every day? Because (laughs) I got so many, but it was genuine. It wasn't like I walked in the door and people like, oh my God, you're so pretty. It wasn't like that. It was very much like, oh my gosh, hey, like I love this or I love that. And I felt so good when I left there. And so I love that it's, it's it's what, you know, but you put that off, you know, they, you built that culture, you started it and you're right. You lead by example. So that's why they are who they are, you know? Yeah. And you know, when I interview people, I don't, I'll have their resume in front of me. We check, you know, three references, but I don't, I think the secret is knowing how to pick the right people. And it Mm -hmm. is something I've learned more and more, and you may know where I'm coming from with this. I know that you do. When you pick good staff, it is just a game changer. And mm-hmm. I pick that, I, I feel a lot of energy. And if I just, I like to like pick people who, and I, and I also use Enneagrams to hire. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever yes, used that, but absolutely. I love I use it. it for my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an eight. I bet you're an eight. What are you? I am an eight. Um, I, I think I'm, I know I'm a, I'm, I'm a solid eight because solid. I think people are, I'm a solid eight. <laughs> I, I, that, that does not surprise me because the yeah. entrepreneur queen that you are. Oh Lord. Stubborn, I think is what they call it. <laughs> hey. Well, you, you know, I, but it's just, I think that's a secret sauce and I've really learned and one of the things I love about how your business is, is you've branded yourself so well. And I really feel like, branding my staff instead of branding 
the business like prism i really focus on each teaching each staff member and guiding them how to brand themselves and it just becomes very empowering because they attract people who want their brand so for example one of my nurses is very holistic her name is robin she's she attracts these really cool people that are like holistic and want that and it it brings in you know a type of client that she really loves so that's mm-hmm. been another thing that i've really loved is just branding each staff member individually Absolutely. And I love that because one thing that I've been saying lately, people are done buying from businesses. They want to buy from people. And, yes. you know, and that, that's it's it kind of sucks for some of us that don't want to get in front of the, the spotlight and they don't want to get in front of your Instagram and show your face and stuff. I hear that all the time when I go around the country and, you know, um, educate people. They're like, well, I don't want to get on my and I'm like, well, pick a path, girl. Like I hate yes. to be. I hate to be blunt yes. with you and I hate to be, I'm giving you some tough love here. I'm, I am coming from love, but it is tough. You got to, you've got to, or you're going to fall behind because people don't care anymore about your beautiful, you know, hair photos or, you know, which I say about your lips, but you know, people, I do care every time you post those lips, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I got to get back in there. So keep doing that. But you know, people don't care as much anymore about like actually what you're doing I mean, they want a good job, but it's more so like, hey, I want to go to you because you and and I love who you are, you know? They want an experience in the chair. Yeah, absolutely. They want an experience in the chair because you can go to any hairdresser, any injector and get talks, you know, Botox, get yeah. your lips done, get your hair highlighted and it can look good. But if you get to go every time and have an incredible experience in the chair, you look forward to that and you're like, I will drive across states to see this person right and the one thing that i love about you though let's i want to do i do want to hit on that because this because you educate yourself so much every time i look at your instagram you are flying somewhere else so go be educated by someone else and i think that is so incredible because you guys you obviously know how much i love continuing education yes um but i do want to say this and i'm really not i don't give compliments unless they're due but with with it, I've told you this before, but I'm like, oh my God, not all injectors are created the same. Holy moly. Just like not all hairdressers, but I, it is, it's mind blowing to me. Like who out there claims that they can inject things in people's face. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop right now what you're doing and you need to go educate yourself. So tell me, do you have a roundabout? How much money do you spend a year on educating just yourself? My, I probably spend thirty to fifty thousand dollars a year in Absolutely. continuing education and trainings. That's insane. I mean, yeah, it's insane, but it makes sense. Yes, but yeah. you know what? This industry is constantly evolving, especially aesthetics. And if you're not on to the latest and greatest, and you get too comfortable, you mm. just you become irrelevant. You have to constantly be looking, what is the safest method? What is the best method? How am I going to get the best outcome? And every single training I go to, I'm freaking blown away by how much I still don't know, even though I go to all these trainings, because that's how much it's evolving. Yeah. It's, it's insane to me, but it's just the way things are in all industries. You know, you have to keep up, you have to stay on top of the game, especially with you. Like to me, you're the most knowledgeable injector that I've ever met and know, (laughs) <laughs> that means a lot because, you know, some, you know, I have to, I've had to cut my schedule back a lot and things to make sacrifices to do this. But when my patients sit in my chair and they see that, and, you know, I think it's really important to point out 
I share, I share so much when I'm in trainings so that people see, I think it's really important for hairdressers, mm -hmm. for injectors, for anybody, when they're at trainings, you better be sharing that like crazy so that Absolutely. your clients see how much you're investing to make them look good. To be, 100%. You know, to be the best for them. And I, I just got a national speaker position for one of the big companies. And I spoke oh on gosh. this at this conference I went to about, I, we talked about branding, but I also talked about the importance of when you are investing money in education, do your patients know it? Do your clients know it? This is, so, it's just a huge thing. People want to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's just crazy to me though. Like, you know, I'm not, first of all, I'm not surprised that you got any sort of speaking position because oh my gosh, but it's crazy to me sometimes how people don't want to continue to educate themselves, you know? And like you said, 50 to, you know, what'd you say? 50 to 60, 30 to $60,000 on training. That's insane. I mean, that's a, that's yes. someone's salary sometimes. Oh, and I know. So and it's, it's one of those things though, that is just so important. And I love like, when I see your education courses, like some of my friends that do Harper Ellis hair extensions, you know, talk about, you know, how much when they have that certification, I, you feel good about going to see them because you're like, they know how to, because anybody can put in extensions, but that doesn't right. mean they're good at it to know right. the extensions, to know how to do it correctly. That's who I'm going to go to. I want right. to know like is someone certified in this and people aren't stupid anymore. They don't just go to anybody. They're looking, does this mm -hmm. person know how to do this? Specifically? And thanks to social media, like our clients now are educated, you know? Yes. And I, and I say thanks, but sometimes no thanks, but thanks to social media, you know, really our clients know better now. And, you know, same with you. I'm sure all these places that you go to get educated, they're like very reputable. They do their own groundwork with branding and social media and marketing. And they tell people why they're the best. And so that's why you go there. Yes. Um, I think associating yourself with the right people to me is, is gold when it comes to building a business. Well, and it's crazy that at these types of educations, how much networking you do and how much that really can propel you even higher in your industry. It To me, the value is not just what I learn. It's the networking and the people that I meet at these places. And then you get to have those conversations and pick their brain, you know, the other people who are in the training about absolutely. how they're doing things. And then you just grow together. Yeah, Absolutely. What about like, you know, I feel like you have really hit the gold mine when it comes to marketing and branding, of course, but what is working for you the best? Like if you oh. picked one thing about social media, like what is, what's working for you? That is such a loaded question because you know, this <laughs> is, I like, I call like marketing and branding, like the big mystery. I, you know, to give away like my personal trade secret, cause I have been speaking about this, you know, now this, in my opinion, the secret sauce is what we talked about earlier. You have, people don't just want to see someone doing extensions, somebody injecting lips. People want to see who is this person because mm -hmm. if they find an interest in you, so like, you know, when I hire a new injector, I'll be like, Hey, you know, if you're a mom, like share that side of your life on your story, show the mom, the mom stuff, show the funny moments, show the hard moments. I'll go on my story sometimes if I'm going through something and I'll like, I've shed tears on my story multiple times, just talking about things and it makes you a real human to people. And then they're mm -hmm. not just in it to see like what your work looks like. They also just value you as a person. And I think that also breeds very loyal clients because Mm -hmm. They form this relationship with you and they 
kind of grow to like love who you are. And like we said earlier, if, if, if they see the stuff that you're doing and they're like, mm, that's not for me, they'll go to somebody else and that's fine. But right. my personal thought is having a good balance of showing your professional side, but also showing your fun side and yourself as a person. That is one mm -hmm. of the best marketing tools. Absolutely. Cause it's the same. I mean, I don't like literally I've, I can kind of one hand how many times I've seen you in my life, like in real life. I mean, it's always been in your chair, but I feel like I know you. I mean, I do know you. I know everything about you, with you because you're like, on, when I see you on the boats, you're on the boat yeah. in the ocean yes. and you're on these like, I'm like, Oh my God, Tara's so cool. <laughs> oh I want to go gosh. on the boat with Tara. <laughs> I love seeing, that. seeing Fletcher, like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like seeing your whole like life and your husband, it's, it draws me into feel like I know you. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's such a key part of marketing. People just aren't understanding and I, and that's okay. But the ones that do, you can tell and they're blowing up, you know, they're blowing up. Absolutely. Yes. How do you say competitive? I know that you've got a lot of competitors just like we do out there. So how do you, how do you stay on top? I would say continuing trainings and really kind of setting myself apart as the person who is investing that money and that time into the trainings. I think that's how you stay relevant and competitive because if, you know, if people see that you're not doing that, they're going to be looking for someone who is. And so I think that honestly, just always being like, when I hear about something new, I'm always looking at it. I've brought, I've been the first pe person to bring so much to Arkansas. I can't even mm -hmm. count it on two hands because when I hear about something new, I'm researching, I'm going, Oh my God, I have to have this in. We have to be the first because it's kind of cool when you get to be the first to announce something in your entire state and people are like, wow. And then Absolutely. it kind of attracts more of a, like, you know, I'm having people now, you know, flying to me from other States. We've even had some, a couple of people fly. How fucking cool is that? It's Dude, wild. People girl. flying to you to inject their it's face. Wild. I love that. I'm not surprised because I would. <laughs> right for Botox. For oh Botox. That's insane. I love it. I mean, I know why they do, but that's, it's so cool. I, and that's why I, the things that you've done for my face has just been so crazy. Like, I mean, you know, we've gone into, we have a dissolve like old filler that I had and redo. And, and so the education, I just can't say it enough. Like it matters so much because I thought forever, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm getting the best of the best as it was. No, I was not, yeah. you know, it matters the education and, and how you do things. And so same with the hair industry. It matters what you do. Get educated. YouTube certified is not a thing. YouTube is not a thing. <laughs> and you know, one of the things I love about you too is your transparency about like getting work done. Cause you know, a lot of people, and it's not a bad thing when people aren't transparent about like getting, you know, Botox, Dysport, Jibo or filler mm -hmm. or threads, but it's, I really appreciate when people who are in the spotlight do share because it makes people feel more normal because absolutely. let's be honest, most of us are doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'll, yeah. And if you're not, you should. <laughs> if you're not, you should come see me. Okay? Come see me if you're not. Well, and what's funny about that conversation is it's kind of like hair extensions too, forever. You know, when I started out in this industry a million years ago, hair extensions were like taboo. Like you didn't, it was a secret. If you had them, great. But like, 
you didn't tell people. And so, you know, thanks to social media, now it's like everyone has hair extensions. And so I feel like injections and stuff are getting there as well because, you know, now we're all talking about it. And it's like, it's like, you know, you're not cool if you don't get, get right. injected or something. Right. I, I mean, need my heart I'm not to- saying this. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't want to get, I'm like, that's great. If you love yourself the way you are, that is amazing. However, I, I love to eject myself and I think I look better. I feel better yes. that way. So it's all about yes. doing what makes you feel good. Either way, hair extensions or injections. But I feel like, you know, now, now that social media, it's all, we can all be comfortable with it. It's normal, you know, everyday so life. Much. And more celebrities are even being, you know, uh, mm-hmm. besides Kim K and freaking JLo, that uh, <laughs> olive oil, my butt, come on. My butt. <laughs> no olive oil is ever going to make your face look like JLo. Yeah. I, you know, I, no. I have watched her. She does have some movement in her forehead, but, <laughs> but she shouldn't. She should freeze it up. That, exactly. I remember that. I think it was after the Super Bowl um, thing that she said that. Cause everyone was like, Oh my gosh, what is she doing? She looks incredible. And she was like, I've never, you know, injected my face. We're all like, okay, lady. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And Kim K just said that like, it was this huge thing a couple weeks ago. She said she's never had injections. And like, she's like me, she can't even like, I like to like kind of freeze my face a little bit. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, she can't even frown though. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, come on, Kim. We know that you're, you're yeah. getting Botox. We know. I love that. They'll they'll admit it someday. They'll, they'll, they'll learn that the someday. cool kids. <laughs> exactly. In the meantime, we'll admit it and set a good example. <laughs> exactly. I want to talk about your fears. Um, I know all business owners have one. This always gets so interesting to me um, with other business owners. What was your biggest fear, you know, starting out? And then what are some of the fears maybe that you keep still today, even though you're still so successful? Yeah, that, you know, I really try every human we all have fears especially going into a business i never let the fear of failure rule my mind because as it would creep up i would i would i i think it's all about mindset and i'm big on like manifesting um that's Mm -hmm. kind of what my path has been i i try to embody like what i want to become the biggest Mm -hmm. fear though i have had and it it comes up a lot of times those moments where you've got to sign a lease for a new space and you look at that mm-hmm. dollar amount you're going to pay, those risks like that where you know, okay, I'm making a decision to take a risk. I'm taking a leap of faith. I'm going to sign this because to grow, you have to take risks. You just absolutely right. have to. And absolutely. I like to say to people, if it doesn't feel scary, you're probably not doing it right. It needs to feel a little bit scary because that means that you're taking a big enough leap for growth. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, things like signing a new lease, like I'm in the process, I haven't announced it yet, but we're expanding and we're getting another building um, to grow at at the same location I'm at. And just even to sign that lease, even though, you know, I've grown a multi-million dollar business, it still feels scary because you've got covid you know, lurking over your head and now mm-hmm. monkey pox. I'm like, what's going to oh, happen? Oh, good Lord. There? I saw that. I'm like, it's oh just, no. It's just those, those risks that you have to take that feel scary, but I think it's normal. And I think it's a good thing because, um, it pushes us out of our comfort zone. And I think that's how you achieve greatness. Yeah, absolutely. I always said too, I'm like, I feel like successful people kind of get addicted to that. Like, a stomach ache, you know, and and maybe it's just me, my sick mind. <laughs> no, it's me too. It's me too. 
I mean, my husband, who is such a play it safe kind of guy, like he, that's just him. He'll never change. I don't want him to change. That's why we're a perfect pair. But he told me the other day, he was like, you, you like love to live like this, don't you? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, you love to go out and just, oh, let's buy something else. Let's buy another investment. Like, you know, who even cares if we know that we're going to, you know, make enough money to take care of it or, you know, all the things. And I'm like, yeah, that's how you grow. That's how I've gotten where I am today. There's so many times that within Harper Ellis, I've literally emptied my bank account for inventory or to hire another employee or whatever it was. But I was like, you know what? It's going to work out because I'm going to work and I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. And so there's no option. Failure is just not an option. So maybe it's just me, but I love that stomach ache. I'm like, I I have it every day. I wake up with it. (laughs) We're addicted to the thrill. I think it's, it's, you know, that fear though has driven me into a debt-free business because yeah. what I did, because I opened during COVID, I opened August of 2020 and I had that fear lurking over me. Okay, I'm taking risks. But what it caused me to do is I, you know, and it, it's not necessarily the wisest decision because I think it's really important to take out loans when needed and stuff like that. But it, it made me, I bought everything in cash, um, like awesome. liquid cash. And so it, it gives me this peace of mind. Um, you know, there's going to be a day that I'm going to take a loan out and it's going to be absolutely necessary. And I feel like yeah. that kind of stuff is coming as you grow, but like mm-hmm. it, it pushed me into, okay, I'm going to save really tight because I got to be smart about this, but I'm going to take risks, but I'm also going to calculate how I'm going to take the risk the wisest way. So the, the fear drove me into smart business. Um, mm-hmm. but it still, Feels scary. I, <laughs> I'm addicted scary. to it too. I know it's a sick feeling. It's a it's a it's a mental thing. I don't even know what it is. But I love we it. need help. <laughs> we need help. I need, I need lots of therapy. Which that's been I've done that for a while. <laughs> hey, we all therapy. need therapy, girl. Come we on, we do. We do. I love that so much. I feel like you know you're just your advice is so everyone's going to love hearing from you because you know what you do every day. And that's, that's, what's also so very amazing to me about you is like what you get up and do every day. I know this summer you bought a, a brand new boat and I loved your post about you're like, you know, I dreamed of being the lake mom and I can resonate with that. Like I, that was my dream for my family. I was like, I want to be the lake people because I grew up, that was like one of the best times of my life. And so how do you time manage to be able to like, I'm going to own this multi-million dollar business and I'm going to kill it. But on the weekends, I'm going to spend time with my kids and I'm going to the lake. I'm going to learn to back my new damn boat. And I've never learned how to do that, by the way. That's why oh, I messaged you, you the other day. definitely do it. I am like, no, sir, I am not doing that. I will mess something up and you'll be mad at me for days. But hey, you run that business, girl, you can do it. It's just, you, can you bring that, that same mentality in and you just go, okay, you know what? <laughs> If I can build a sink or business, swim, literally, I can back this boat up into this tiny garage. I got this. I love that so much. But how do you do all that? Like, how do you time manage? You know, you're you're a single mom. You've got this business. How do you do all that? It is probably one of you know, if we talk about like weaknesses and strengths, it's something that I have not perfected, but I am working on because I've always said, you know play hard, work harder. So I play really hard. I mean, I travel Mm -hmm. now every other week. I go on trips, but I'm so jealous. Fun trips. Oh, you travel too. We, I've made it fun, but how I, it's, there's a balance and I have come, I have, if I'm honest, I have come up with some challenges where when I leave the ship here that I'm the captain of, I've got to, I've got to be better 
sometimes at making sure the ship is running well. But what Mm -hmm. I do is I have staff members that, you know, help run the ship well for me. And so delegating, but having that in place is super important. And I have definitely not perfected it, but I make it a priority. And there's times that I go, you know what? I need to pull back from, you know, traveling so much. I need to get the ship running a little bit smoother and then Mm -hmm. I can step away again. I think it's a balance and I'm still learning. It's kind of a dance. I'm learning how to run this business and also the reason we're doing it is so that we can have this full, amazing life and provide an amazing mm-hmm. life for our children. And if we have them or for our family or loved ones or just ourselves. And so I think I'm still learning, but I make it a priority and I make, I do, I make it a priority. I like to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And because that's your self care. I mean, you know, it's the same with me, like getting away and going to the lake every weekend and pretending like I don't own a cell phone. I, it's my self-care. That's how I mentally take care of myself. And I love what you said about it's a dance because I feel like sometimes business owners, people perceive you to be like, you've just got it going on. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, you're running it so well. And then you can, you know, go off to Napa and enjoy. It's not anything like that. That's such a mirage. That's not true. Cause I'm going to, this morning, I just had a conversation with my salon manager and I was apologizing to her about being absent. I was like, I'm so sorry. I've been, you know, I've, I've had to take care of some other things and I'm going to step back in and, you know, and keep the ship going basically, as you said. And so it's not always perfect, but like you said, if it's, it's a dance and if you're willing to kind of juggle and learn that it's not all going to be perfect all the time and kind of pick it up when it falls, that's what I feel like success is. Right. And I feel like it's important that you can transparently say like, you know, I've, I need to be better at communicating or I need to be better at doing this. I'm going to reel it back in and just mm-hmm. having that open communication with your staff yeah. to kind of help you with the dance is so important. I mean, I just recently had a um, really amazing, but hard conversation with one of my staff members that was like, you know what, you know, we just have to make sure everything's running smoothly. And it's just something I'm learning. And every time that I leave, there's little things that I'm like, you know what, this could be running better. When I get back, mm-hmm. I'm going to work on that. And little right. by little, you, you know, create this, these operations that run smoother and then it just makes your business better. But you have to be willing to yeah. have to, you know, have that open communication to take criticism because, mm-hmm. and have staff members that are, are comfortable confronting you about it. And I think that's something that I love about my staff. And so Absolutely. I love that you have that too, because it's very special. Oh my gosh. It's very special. And, you know, successful people have to be able to admit, like you said, admit, you know, that it's not all going to be great all the time. And you're, there's always something to learn. There's always something to juggle because the minute that you feel like you have something figured out, it, I, I swear it comes crashing down every time. You're like, yes. damn it. I, I was, I was on top of everything and now I'm, everything is crumbling. But if you can allow that to happen and, and not let it, you know, get to your mental health and affect you and your life and your life at home. And I've learned that I can't go home and like not be a good wife because my business is in shambles from one day to the next, you know, because um, yes. it's not that important. It's not, it's really not that important. I mean, you know, it's just not, there's no other way to put it. It's just, there's more to life than just stressing about the little things and having You're a team that's so going right. to help you. You're so right. Yeah. And it, to me, I'm going to give you an example. I was 
on the lake with my mom, one of her friends and my kids. And I used to be somebody that would get really, really stressed out over little things. Mm -hmm. And we were in the boat and I, you know, I learned all this myself. So I've got kids and women that have never voted, you know, done voting before on the boat and our anchor gets caught in a cove and, you know, <laughs> I, and, I, and it's like everybody, Oh my God, what are we going to do? Everybody starts panicking. And I look behind and I say, everybody sit down. It's going to be fine. I got this. And in my mind, I didn't catastrophize it. I said, I'm going to get this anchor up and I'm going to get it up. And I just, I gave myself in my mind the full confidence that I could get that anchor unstuck. And I gave them that confidence. And it took me about 30 seconds. I kind of pulled the boat around, got all this stuff, got it undone. And my mom looked at me and goes, when did you get like that? You were just calm. You just did that. And I said, I have had to learn that little uh -huh. things like that, like the anchor getting stuck. I cannot get fixated on that i have to go i'm gonna fix this it's gonna be fine and i know that everything's gonna work out i wasn't gonna be yeah. stuck in that boat forever in that cove and Absolutely. you have to think of big picture everything's mm -hmm. gonna work out you have to keep right. that mindset and people can sense when you panic as a business owner and Absolutely. keeping it calm and everybody knowing we're gonna this is gonna work out if things get slow you know, if the mm -hmm. business gets slow, like aesthetics in the summer gets kind of slow and people mm -hmm. look to me, what are we going to do? It's going to work out. We're going to, we're yeah. going to get really busy. And I think that is just so important for a leader and I'm learning that. And it, it I talked to myself with the anchor thing, but I think it's just an analogy for all of it. Yeah. You know? Oh, such a great analogy. Cause yeah. Hey, it's fine. Let's fix it. Let's move on. It's not a big deal. You know? Yes. Absolutely. I love that so much. Ah, all your advice is so good. I could talk to you for hours. I really could. But I want you to tell everyone where they can find you because obviously they probably have already found you since we've been listening. So but, um, but I want you to tell everyone your business and your personal Instagram that way or your um, professional Instagram, whatever yes. you want to give. That yes. way they can go follow along. Absolutely. So on Instagram, I'm known as the Rainbow Injector. So it's just at the Rainbow Injector. I own a business called Prism Aesthetics. We're in Rogers, Arkansas, in the Pinnacle Hills area. And people always go prison because it sounds like it's P-R-I-S. <laughs> prison. Um, I wanted it to be like kind of something, a play on rainbows. So I was like huh? rainbows and light. Like I wanted to bring light in the industry. So Prism. So we're Prism Aesthetics. And um, that's at Prism Aesthetics, at under, Prism underscore Aesthetics underscore underscore. So um, if you just find me, the Rainbow Injector, you can find Prism. And I have incredible staff, so many amazing injectors, estheticians, laser techs. We really do it all. And so we would love to have everybody that's listening in our doors and to come feel the vibe here because it's pretty great. And I'm thankful it for that. It is pretty great. And I will warn you, if you follow along, you're going to want all kinds of stuff done because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I'm going to have to do that now. I'm going to have to I do that right. But we're going to talk about that at my next appointment. <laughs> I can't wait to see you I'm soon. So and hey, excited. this has been fun. I really, I really appreciate you having me on. And I just have to say one more time how much you have inspired me. I have watched you. You're younger than me. You're, are you 29? I'm 31. You're 31. I'm 33. Yeah. But seeing you really inspired me. And so I, you're kind of to me, one of those people that I, I, I know you've been doing like what you've been doing longer and you've made amazing things happen and you just inspire me. And what I love about you is in person, you are the most down to earth kind person. And you know, whenever you, Aww. you know, whenever you came in my chair, I didn't know what to expect because you're this boss <laughs> bitch. 
and you are <laughs> cool and chill. And I just love that about you. Oh, I love that, Erin. Thank you so much. You made my day. But, you know, well, same here. You, you just inspired the hell out of me because you just keep going. I love you. Just go with the punches and and your your light shines really bright. And even if people don't sit in your chair to me, like following you on everything, just I mean, you make my day every day Just seeing your stuff on there and seeing how you're unapologetically you. And I just that inspires me a lot because that is one of my insecurities is being me and showing everyone who I am. And so I love following you for that. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. And I've enjoyed this so much. Yes. Thank you all for listening to episode 40. 